Welcome to Nerdvana, where we align your nerd chakra and Mercury is always in retro geek with your hosts, Patty Cakes and Johnny Discotech. guys, welcome back to Nirvana. I'm your host, Patty Cakes, and... I got Johnny Discotech! And we're back, and we're really sorry for our delay. Actually, I think this time we're barely delayed. Barely delayed, but thank you so much. Actually, you know what? We're not even going to call them delays, because we don't want to give you stuff that's just not up to par with what we think. Plus, you know, sometimes there's nothing nerdy going on in the world. (laughs) especially nowadays when we're living in the alternate universe when everything is horrible and terrible yeah so we we're gonna talk about uh daredevil today like season three on the netflix uh series which before we even go into it they canceled it off netflix so it's not gonna be a new season yeah we're gonna talk about that part of it because (laughs) i don't think it's actually canceled neither do i i think it's canceled off netflix but so i Disney's coming out with a streaming service. Disney owns Marvel. Marvel has been making these shows. They're going to continue. They're not going to continue under Netflix management. They're not going to continue maybe with the same exact um, producers and uh, directors. But they've already said that they have, you know, they kind of like offhandedly stated when they they made the announcement that it's getting canceled that Marvel will be using the character which means either they're going to reboot it, which makes no sense because they've already in this Daredevil, he's already, it's in the MCU. He's mentioned things that's happened, the event and all that kind of stuff. So I, and it's so good. So I don't think, I mean, I think it's an opportunity for, for Disney to incorporate Kingpin into the Spider-Man universe, for example. I, I don't know. I think I agree with you. I think like it's definitely not completely gone. I just think that it's just really funny how they put out all these new seasons to these really cool shows and got you hooked at them. They're like Netflix not doing them anymore, so they're not going to be on Netflix anymore. Well, because like, Disney be didn't know. Disney didn't know that they're going to do this, and they've decided that they're going to do this. Right. And what what's going to be on Netflix? Like what's going to be on Netflix? Nothing's on it anymore. It's really crazy. No, but like. This shows, and we're going to talk about next episode probably Maniac, oh, yeah. right? That's true. And then there's Voltron, and there's Shira, and true, true, true. I do like um, Bojack. Isn't so. isn't and we want to do a Sabrina? Isn't Sabrina? Is that like on it. CW or is that on? No, no, it's on Netflix. It's made by Netflix. Yeah, it's definitely not CW. There's so much more like evilly things. Like, see, this is CW's campy. This is actually yeah. Pretty CW, CW is teen drama. I mean, there's teen drama, but you know, so does Daredevil. No, but, I mean, I think they have teen drama and Daredevil. Just no, there's adults. drama in those things. <laughs> but what I mean by teen drama is like the silly relationship crap that's so television, not not well produced, not you know, not well thought out. It's just like let's come up with the same scenario a hundred million times in every single episode. I hate <laughs> that teen drama stuff. It's like so. Like, predictable do you so know that they're, they're do you know speaking of teen drama do you know they're redoing buffy 
they're like bringing it back. So like CW who's been bringing doing, it? CW. So the CW has been doing like that with a couple of other shows. They did it with uh, Charmed, which I haven't seen the new one, and they're doing that with Buffy. I'm actually kind of a, a like excited because I love Buffy. <laughs> Yeah, but and I think it'd be really cool with the new graphic. Joss Whedon is Buffy, like they're the same. But it's not going to be like, done by Joss. I would just assume it was him. Uh, no, it's not going to be done by. I mean, if it is, then they can bring it back. And I'm have, just saying like, why it's not going to be him. That... And then all of a sudden they're going to have like sidebar Firefly, you know, cracks. That's yeah, what I'm that's thinking. But then again, never going to bring Firefly. Stop hurting my. Feelings. God. I'm just setting at your expectations. I know. I'm just saying, like sidebar jokes. Like you know, Buffy used to have these. Ins- Remember when you used to watch Stay by the Bell and Zach Morris would look at the camera and say something to you at the audience. So yeah, but break Buffy, the fourth wall. Right. So Buffy had these has these moments sometimes, and I just assumed they would do little firefly things. No, they're gonna try to make it all serious and stuff. Oh my watch. god! Why do you have to hurt my feelings? I'm just telling you that. <laughs> People are stupid, and they yeah. do the, the wrong things for the wrong reasons. They should, There's so many. They should definitely, when they do these uh, these surveys to see what would resonate better with um, the audience, they should hit us up. Yeah, I mean, of course they should. We should be on those panels. For I'm cheap. Sakes. Like you just pay me, and like <laughs> I just like one slice of pizza. You know. I mean, to do that kind of stuff, I'll do it for very low price. I mean, yeah, way, way less than I charge my my clients. Yeah, I mean, like, if I get a steady stream of coffee and, like, some, you know, maybe two meals if we're there for, like, six hours, I'm good. You know, so you throw good. some green, you throw some greens up in that, you know, we might, uh, we might have some <laughs> I don't think that they were, maybe in California or Colorado. Well, yeah, it would be California, right? Man, that's... No, so Massachusetts. Crazy. What are you talking about? It's right here. Really? We're going to have to become Red Sox fans. I don't even know what that means, because I... I don't really watch sports. They're they're baseball though, right? Yeah, who cares? Uh, they suck. I just thought that sounds silly. Red Sox for. I mean, yeah. we're we're I mean, we're nerdvana.nyc. We're not allowed to like. We're not. We're legally obliged by the the state and city of New York City and the state of New York to hate on Boston Red Sox. I'm sorry. Oh, Patty. they're from Boston. Yeah, we hating them, bro. Oh yeah, of course they're from Boston. Nah. Yeah. fuck y'all. <laughs> Close off everything at nine o'clock in that night. Fuck y'all. Y'all know I have a detest for Boston. I can't believe oh, you close the motherfucking delis at eight o'clock, eight, nine o'clock. How the fuck? They How have, y'all live? They have, they have delis? They had yeah, I went there for a conference. Um if it closes at nine, it's not a deli. Yo, and the Chinese food place, they close at fucking nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. On a fucking weekend, bro. No. I was there on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. I was like, this is not this is not this is not kosher. I had to, so I so I was like, oh, so I starved one night because I didn't eat, right? Because I get out of the conference at five o'clock thinking I could take a nap and then hit the town, right? Bruh. Thank There's God no I had hit. some thank God I had some fucking bread and some butter from like the breakfast like leftover thing, the little like conference shit. Yeah, I was starving my ass off. So I, I was like, oh, so I, I, y'all got me. You got me this time, so you're not going to get me tomorrow, right? I uh, went and, and got, like, a bunch of food, like, after, like, during my lunch and, like, got 
a ton of like Chinese food and dumplings and whatever. I went to the beer garden right across the street, like a like a beer place, and bought like mad beer because Sam Adams is mad cheap there because they make it. Oh right? yeah, because it's from so yeah. cheap. It's, it's like, one of the few. It's one of the few things. Yeah, dude, they were so nice. But you can you can give Boston. I bought a few. I've bought a few cases. That, that and the Boston cream donut. Oh, you know what I did? So I was like, because I knew I was gonna <laughs> get beer. I went to my room because it's like not that far where I was staying, and I got my suitcase. I emptied out my suitcase, went to the fucking beer place, gets eight, uh, like eight cases of beer, come back, what? right? What? Put it, no, hear this. So then, because I went with a group, right? And it was Saturday night. We were there. Remember, we got, we have, it's Saturday night. They know about, you're like basically partying with other grad students, right? So, right, fair enough. I oh, also, you were with, you were partying hard. Okay, I get it. Okay. No, I wasn't even partying hard. I got I was a like, bunch of cases. Had to, had to drink eight cases of yeah. beer. Yeah. No, I what? figured let me be nice because like I'm like not about this shit. You know, kind of. <laughs> what I, you know, I don't mean it that way, but I mean like you know, this is kind of ridiculous. I'm not gonna stay here that long. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, so in the suitcase I have beer. It's... I have two vodkas. Whatever, whatever. So I go back to my room. And um, put everything in, and I ate a couple of dumplings. Went back downstairs. Everyone's like, "Oh, where were you? Like, you know, we were looking for you during lunch." I was like, "I had to go run a couple errands." Blah blah blah. So we finish our conference. We do. We actually had the presentation. You know, the whole shebang shebang. So shebang, also, shebang. yeah, that's why I wanted to celebrate because I was presenting. It was like a big deal, right? It was my first time presenting as a master's student, and usually they only wow. let doctoral students do it, right? But we worked our ass off. And we got it. So um, anyway, I know, right? It's that brown overachieving thing. Anyway. I don't know what that means. I don't have that overachieving. <laughs> so we get there and everyone's I'm like, underachieving. Oh. So everyone's like, yeah, I want to like go hang out, blah, blah, blah. I was with a couple of like, it was guys and girls from our school. And they were like, yeah, no, kind of want to party. But there's no shame around. on you. So everyone, everyone, um, you know, got dressed, you know, whatever they did, and they were going out. Everybody rolls back in about like 930, which I start cracking up because I already bought food. I'm in my room, you know, whatever, whatever. They asked, uh, they were like, so what are you guys, what are you doing? Like, you didn't come out with us. I was like, oh, I'm at the room. I actually have food here. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I actually ordered like a ton of dumplings and I got a bunch of dumplings. I got beer. So when they came in, I'm like, oh, go in the fridge. And we had, they were like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, beer and there's liquor. And they like, we had, like, I <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? It was so cool. It was, I was like, it was like, I felt like I was the, you know, like I was the boss then. Like, I was boss you then. were the boss then. I was feeling myself. Boss no, it was like a Boston. But fuck Boston. But still, <laughs> were you actually in the city? Yeah, I was in Boston. I've been to the city of Boston many, many times, and yeah. I didn't nine stay. o'clock on a Saturday seems nine o'clock. It was not. It was. I forgot exactly odd. where it was. It was. Yeah, it was closed, and it was crazy because even the bar at the hotel, um, they closed early. They closed at like I don't know. It was crazy. It was so crazy. Like, what are we? What were we gonna do? It was a Saturday definitely night. Definitely weren't in Boston City proper. I maybe I don't know, or maybe because we weren't like close to near the pubs. We were like near the Ritzier area. Oh, I don't maybe. Know. It was crazy, but anyway, I presented. We did really well. I just wanted to celebrate. 
And even though I wasn't with my family that I usually celebrate with, I was like, you know what? There's beers, there's vodka, let's party. And there's dumplings. What else do you fucking want? Dumplings. <laughs> dumplings. <laughs> no, no, uh, no Guyanese rum or something? A bush no, rum? No, you don't get that shit in, um, in, in like, Boston. You don't get that shit in the store. You have to like make sure you get it from like the right connections. How come you don't have any in stock? What Guyana? I have what bush rum. Oh, that's like toxic. That's pretty much moonshine. Um, even if we have allegedly, I'm not gonna do that to my stomach. Okay. Okay. If you run out of gasoline, just use that shit. I guess I don't know. But, um, well, I mean, that's kind of what it is, basically. I'm not. I'm not. So this episode of Nerdvana Nwice is about <laughs> uh, an, an area of New York City and a character that lives in this area protecting it called Hell's Kitchen. Which is nothing like Boston and things are open 24-7. Yeah, and... <laughs> And the name of the character and the person protecting it is the devil of Hell's Kitchen, a.k.a. Daredevil. I, I don't know why they even, like, why was that such a scary thing for some reason? What, the devil of Hell's Kitchen? I don't yeah. think it's about being scary. I think it's all about the fact that um, the main character, uh, why can't I remember his name right now? Um, what's his name, dude? I don't remember. I just know oh. DD. Double Ds. Come on. Daredevil, I know. Um, I you know what? I'm not really a daredevil. Okay, I'm gonna be full. Discussion. None of us really were until the show, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's because no, ben there's Affleck. a lot of no, 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 no. There's a lot of people that like Daredevil uh, as a character. Oh, they, you know, graphic yeah. novels and stuff. I never really took to him. Matt and, Murdock. Yes, that's right. I should remember that too. That so was really Matthew funny. Murdock is all Catholic, right? And he yep. thinks you know, and like. I super think, super I, heavily Catholic. Super Catholic, and I think they play. He's the devil of Hell's Kitchen, the daredevil, because mm. of that whole play on the Catholic thing, where like he's all guilty, feeling guilty for out there beating up on people, which may not be the right thing from God's point of view, but he has to do it, and so he's like the devil, you know. I don't, it's just so. Isn't that such a weird conflict? Like you're doing good things, so. I think from your point, so I'll tell you right now. So I, I grew up in one of the Abrahamic religions, like heavy, and you grew up on a different thing. Devil is a very, very big part of your upbringing and in your psyche, right? And especially in the when there where there is a devil, like Satan, Lucifer, he he is he is as almost as important as God Himself in our cultural upbringing. So yeah, it makes sense to me as somebody like that, especially for Catholics, like Catholics, Catholics basically invented the concept of the devil, right? (laughs) Think about it. Like the devil, it, so I don't know, you you may not know this, but there's no devil in the, in like, not like the, the devil we know it as in the Jewish religion. Yeah. I mean, there is, but it's not, it's not the same. Like he's not as important and Christianity comes around, and all of a sudden there's a place called hell. There's no hell in the Jewish faith. Now there's a place called hell where the devil himself rules over. And so it it becomes such an important part of the cultural upbringing of people of that of those faiths, where the devil is just as much of part of your day, of your thought process, right? So that guilt, 
about being bad and then that being because of the devil is so ingrained in Abrahamic, especially Christian Islamic belief. So I, I see the, the symbolism for it, especially when I watch the show, because they, they do a really good job of playing to that part of the character. Yeah, I think what I really like is that it's like you were saying, the Christian like play the good and bad. But I also like the fact that he's blind and like his co- like his costume is red, like how you would see like what people think, you know, other the devil would look like, I guess. Yeah. And like also because he has like a special skill because he's blind, he has like echo, like super echolocation, I guess. Is that what? Yeah, I mean, he does. He makes a clicking noises when he's snapping his fingers, right? So he's like super aware and he doesn't actually have to see like like normal humans see to like know what's going on. And that makes his senses way more advanced. And I thought that was pretty cool because when you know, like other animals that supposedly use the same type of vision, they see through, it's said that they see through a red spectrum. Right. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, from what I remember reading, it's like bats and like snakes. So um, their hearing kind of looks like has a, I mean, obviously their hearing has a visual component to it. Like, like a red ish light. I don't know how true this is. And I don't remember what studies I had, I was reading or articles, but I do remember that fondly in some like bio thing I had to study, but I don't remember, yeah. like I could be wrong, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think I am. I think I read it somewhere. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. I'm, I'm going to pretend like you're right because I think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, and they do show when they show through his vision, he kind of has like the bright glowingness when he's seeing things, right? So it's like reddish, yeah, orange and, glow. And red is like a primer; it's one of the primary colors, and it's it's my favorite color. Is it? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. That's why half my clothes is black and red. You know, like oh, I just thought you were Trinidadian. <laughs> nah, man, I love that color combination. Plus, I'm goth too. I mean, come on, like yeah, everybody loves black and red. It's black and red or black and purple. Like, those are your color choices. Yeah, black and purple. Fucking. Oh, black and green as well, too. I like a a special kind of green. I like that lime green, like that typo negative green with black. Yeah, but with black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's my Mm -hmm. favorite. Like, but other greens, I'm not like, like hunter green. Like, nah, nah, nah. Chill, chill. Yeah, but it looks good on me. I, when I'd wear a hunter green t-shirt, it looks good on me. Because you're you know, brown. Everything looks good on you. Natural not colors. everything. Light pink does not look good on me. It makes me You don't look like a bald queen? No, I'm not. That is so interesting. I'm, my jawline is not square enough to be a Bollywood king but or queen. I will say this. Red takes our skin tone so well. Like, it literally just makes love to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wear red all the time. It's very interesting. Black and red specifically. I know. I just feel I feel comfortable in black. I just even my even so like to this point, like when I bought my leather jacket, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to get like a cool. I wanted to make sure I had a cool liner inside. And a lot of times there's like yellow or whatever, some other thing or tan. Mine is red flannel. You know, like I made sure I made sure that if I want to be spending the kind of money I do. Oh, speaking of that, I just wanted an aside. Um, I read an article a long time ago and it was like, ha- it said getting a leather jacket is more fulfilling than having a child. I it saw just re- that! It just I recently a friend, re- yeah, somebody just tagged me on that. It's an older <laughs> article, but they're like, you've done both. And I'm like, yeah, 
and to be then they're really both actually are both fulfill, I mean obviously for different reasons kids a lifetime of fulfillment and disappointment whatever way you want to look at it where a leather jacket is just like that every time you wear it, like you're like yeah dude this jacket is re- this is like armor I'm putting on armor right now I mean that's great about kids and stuff I can't speak to that but speaking of which happy birthday to your kid because it's oh, been a you. year almost almost two more days. <laughs> um I was by, just by the time this podcast comes out she'll be it'll one be a, it'll still be <laughs> one yeah I, I think that's exciting um it's 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 pretty cool I gotta take her to Hell's Kitchen actually at some point we'll get Thai food there or something oh we can get her Dare's Double onesie and she could run around and be really cute yeah um but speaking of you know leather jackets I think that they're they're like they as soon as you put certain types of clothing on you just automatically feel like a badass I feel and for me it's like leather especially leather boots I'm sorry to the vegans out there but Oh, and I wear fake leather, too. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me. Um, <laughs> just, what is, is that insensitive? I'm just saying. I think we're both. Um, I just feel like, yo, I can, awesome. I can kill it. You know, like, like, don't fuck with me. Like, you know, I don't know if you have, I don't know if you have this feeling. I don't know if you do with this face, with your facial hair, too. But as soon as I get my eyebrows done, I feel like a bitch can't fucking touch me. Like, y'all get the fuck out my face. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm in my that's that kind of mood. I'm like, when y'all I'm wearing my leather, even... yeah, yeah. And when so I... with my so that's what I have my eyebrows on. But when I have like my leather boots, it's like it, all I hear is like like these whip noises for people to get the fuck out my way. Like that's like I don't know. Like it gives me a different personality. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, when I wear my leather jacket and I'm wearing out in public, I know I'm the most badass looking dude in the room. Like, it's yeah. not even a matter of like. It's true. You got a leather I'm jacket. One, You're cool. I'm, am I am I one of the most badass? No, no, no. You're the no, most. No, you are. Badass. Even if somebody else, ha- so this is the issue now, right? Like, if someone else comes in and wearing a leather jacket, you can either have this rivalry, but I've never had that. I just feel no. It's like, like it's like oh, the we jo- all good. It's like We're John Wick. It's like John Wick walks in a room and there's another assassin that walks into a room. And you're you know? like, huh? In your yeah. mind, and, and probably the other person's mind too, you're John Wick and the other person's the other assassin. Badass, but not the badass. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I like that. Yeah, but- you're going to get a couple scars in me and, you know, but I'm going to eventually <laughs> shoot your ass type shit. Yeah. You know, and it's it's so weird because I never understood why other people didn't wear leather jackets. Like, why were people not finding that attractive? And it always confused me and people would totally laugh at me because it's something that I loved even as a kid. Like, I just felt like you got a, a fucking like jacket. I just don't bike think now. Fuck I just don't cool, people like the people that do that. Patty don't want to feel like the most oh. badass person in the room. Yo. I mean, and I'm talking about like the cut, right? Like, yeah, it, I, to all the to be sensitive. It's the cut, right? You have a, a badass vegan, right? Jacket. That looks the same. It got that cut. You're gonna feel the same and way, yo, right? No, don't even play on fucking vegan. And some of those, some great. of those, some of those vegan jackets, because they're actually cheaper to to make, are even more badass because they do a lot of cool shit with it. And their quality is fucking top. Like when we were younger, they weren't that good. Now I don't know oh, yeah. how they they've fucking definitely, perfected they've it definitely with made magic it and a little bit of obia and fucking sprinkled a little whatever in it. 
it's great because the one I thing, have some yeah. great like vegan leather, a lot of stuff. Jacket. I'm just gonna be. I think I'm most of be, my leather is vegan. I'm just gonna be honest with you though. As somebody who owns both, right? The leather jacket, when you put it on, the one difference is not only do you feel it's badass, and it's it feels like you're wearing armor. Right. Like it, it legit does. feels like you're wearing armor because like, think about it. Like what did knights back in the day, they wore leather clothing, right? Right. Like that was cons- and like, and like when you play a video game, what's the first type of armor you always get, you get leather armor when you wear like, or a thong, depending on when you like, wear like, a, when you wear like a 700, dollars $800, $900,000 leather jacket, you're putting no. on who has $7,000 for a jacket. Not, seven, not me. Thousand, I said 1000. Jesus. That's a, that's a lot of money for a jacket for like three months because I can't wear a leather jacket all you know, year round. I'm sorry, Patty. My leather jacket costs nine. I know. I'm not even hating on you because I have a lot of stupid pieces that are like 300, 400. <laughs> stupid. And if you see what they look like, because you know girl clothing to be fair, is mine always is, cut smaller. Mine is, mine is made in New York City, my jacket. Oh, okay. Which is why it's so probably so expensive. Yeah, I, I have a lot of stupid things. Leather is expensive, but I really take care of my leather. And I, I really um, use like, you know, all like the the gooey, like nice mesh. Yeah, we had stuff. we had an episode. For those listening, if you haven't heard, go back. We have an episode all about <laughs> leather care with Mr. Leather. Go back and listen to that episode. It's a oh, yeah, funny, right. funny, funny. It's like butter, if you remember it's correctly. Fire. It's like butter. <laughs> Go back and he's, listen to Mr. Lennon. He's doing so well, by the way. He's still working on his um his PhD. And I'm so proud of him. And he won a bunch of contests and things. We should get him back on. Yeah, we should. We should. Um, um so um Daredevil wears a leather outfit. Speaking the whole thing though. The whole right? thing. And there you go. Armor. Like his I mean, yeah, he's got like Kevlar and other things mixed in with his outfit, right? And like metal plates yeah, they, and all that. But it's essentially still a leather outfit he's wearing. And like in real life, he's, there's probably no metal in it. The suit that he actually wears is probably just leather. Yeah. Or vegan leather. And it's really versatile. Like I'm going to have, gonna have like to it. say it's probably real leather. Cause the amount he jumps, Sick. he would tear a hole in his crotch. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it could be CGI. Those kicks, those kicks he does. Nah, he's wearing leggings, bruh. He wearing Jag- leggings. Jeggings. He's wearing exactly. He wearing some jeggings. They just nice. CGI it, and you thinking it's leather, motherfucker. That's so what it, it is. In this season of Daredevil, they did something interesting. Um, they introduced. So the v- villain is still Kingpin, but they introduced and they slowed it in. Another. So in the for episode in season one and season two, there was the priest. Um, going back to the religious thing, in this one they had a nun, and then you fuck. You find out that the nun is actually his mother. Like, like that was a big, I think, a huge part of like the storyline in this in this thing. That it wasn't that they didn't get. I don't think they made it go as far as they could have. But like, it changes the persona of the character a lot because he's been by himself for so long. I, I just, know what do you think? I think what I what I was really more fascinated, what resonated with me more so, was his backstory. Like, I'm so enamored with his, like, actual backstory on, like, they focused in on Daredevil himself and, like, his parents, his parents' origin, him kind of understanding, you know, his Catholicism a little bit more. I think him 
his personal voyage to me was so much more like impactful. And I, I liked this season a lot. I liked the first two seasons. They were okay, but I feel like this one really grabbed me more. Really? I mean, to me, the first season was just so good, but this season, um, if you're going to, I think you need to, I need, I think for stuff like this, you need to take a season one and kind of like put it aside because when you introduce everything from scratch, it's always going to be very, um, not necessarily better, right? But it's going to have a unique perspective on how things are. And it's going to be very, it's going to add an entertainment aspect that no other season could add, right? But I think as far as season two and season three, season three is definitely a lot better. Um, I mean, let's face it, the Kingpin is just a great villain to have him come back. Oh my God. He's just, because he's so twisted and so smart and in this one it wasn't as much about his depression and all that which is not they didn't need to focus on it was more about just like the cunningness and like the the how far advanced he kind of like planned it out yeah and i love getting his backstory like kind of understanding his mind too and i think that's what really really made me like this season so much because it wasn't just like this visual and fighting it was all this psychological manipulation and seeing one side of someone's you know brain structure and the other side of someone's brain structure and how they're both on the bad and good side like you know it's it's good and evil but but weirdly enough the good guy has like a worst past and like worst ideas on certain things and you know he may he has it worse kind of kind of idea or like it's synonymous or they would have been friends and it's so weird how you could tie them to together and really understand them as people right as opposed to just like a villain and and you know a good guy or whatever have you and what kingpin really turns people's ideas is to make daredevil look like he's the bad person by posing um by, by, like you know paying this guy off and him posing as daredevil the and other so, guy yeah i was gonna talk about him too like that guy was yeah, crazy insane and for, and then seeing his backstory and understanding why he's so fucking evil or like he was what you always do, that way it seemed like it, it's just so crazy and how essentially he's, a he's serial talking dude he was so creepy he yes. creeped the shit out of me oh yeah i couldn't watch there was sometimes I would have to just stop and go watch something easy. Like, like, like light watching. It just creeped me the fuck out. Yeah. Well, the guy, he was definitely creepy. And, um, he was, he was also a very good villain too. Um, he was a true villain to me. He's a true villain. Like he's an evil person. He does nothing good. Even the good that he does is awful. You know, for the wrong reasons too. Yeah, everything for the wrong reasons. But he's just like a ser- like what a real true sociopath is. Someone who mimics normal behavior to, you know, encrust themselves in society and they're very well adjusted and they tend to do very well. You know, and he was su- trained to be to be yeah. to hide it very well too. Yeah, and I kind so of like I kind of think that psych- psychiatrist was was took did the wrong thing. Of course she did. From the get-go, yeah. she did. Um, but you could tell that she had some evil spark in her, too. Like, there are people that... Well, she also thought she could fix him. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also she may have took, like, this idea of her grandiosity Hubris. over him. Yeah, she 
she definitely felt like, oh, well, no one can control this person. Only I can. And I that's how I took it as. I didn't think, like, she wanted to help him. I think that she wanted to mold him into, like, her own child because maybe that's what she wanted a child as and, and just mold him into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like she projected a lot of what she wanted onto a child because there were no, like, you could tell she want, like liked children, but he was her favorite. Yeah. What's up with Foggy always, like, not wanting Daredevil to be a badass? Like, he's like, oh, I have my friend's a ninja, but I'd rather him not be a ninja. Like, what is wrong with you, Foggy? I think he's worried about losing his friend. I think he's seen his friend fall a lot and break a lot of bones and all this other shit. If a friend of mine showed up, and he happened to be a friend of mine that was blind, and I see him pull that ninja shit that Matt Murdock pulled, (laughs) I'd be like, yo... You deserve to be an Avenger, bro. You I know? hear you, but I think Foggy's looking out for him because he's getting older. Like they're all getting. Older. It's also because Matt Murdock doesn't show back up the way that like Iron Man does with like one no. lip, one lip bleeding. He shows up with like every bone broken. You know, like yeah, it's not just exactly like, dude. I would be fucking scarred. My friend would be doing some shit like that. I'm like, dude, stop your ninja shit because you getting your ass kicked. Like, dude, I can't. What the fuck? Like, yeah, bro, you bruh, look in the mirror. Lately? I don't know. I exactly like motherfucker. It takes you like eight years to fucking heal from that one fall. Like. You need to calm the fuck your whole ass down because it's so stupid. Like, and the thing is, <laughs> I I just don't see you laugh. I just don't see the buy-in. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna whatever. It's not like Batman. You get a little bit. You get like Alfred to fix you up and shit. Nah, this motherfucker break everything in his goddamn body. And, and he's like, poor, no. you know, like relatively speaking, you know, like Batman's yeah. got money, you know, like he can buy like yeah. the best doctors in the world. Yo, you gotta like street doctor that shit you know first of all i don't even know how they not friends because like if you had this wicked ass fucking ninja skill ain't you gonna use it in your lawyering skills too because you're gonna know when someone's lying you're gonna know a bunch of shit you should be better at your goddamn job i feel like you should have had a better position also like not murder they got, like they, ridiculous they, so a couple things i want to talk about the next two things um is uh a We'll do this one first, and we'll do the second one next. A, uh, the body count, and B, Rosario Dawson. So, body count. Like, a lot of people die in this one. Holy crap. Oh, my God. People are just steady dying. Like, that's steady what... Di- I'm like, oh, my God. They took the whole newspaper out. Like, three people lived. I'm just like... I, I think one episode, like... Like, maybe someone's eyebrow just stayed alive. I think that... Nothing else. It was just... I, I don't even understand. It was so much. I felt like I was watching 300. If I didn't watch the dialogue, it was just fucking killing from beginning to end. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Dude, I mean, just like, holy crap. And like, and they don't get a chance to like sit. Like, it's always some motherfucking shit. Like, okay, granted, there's a lot of suspense and stuff like that. I used to feel like this when I was a kid watching Indiana Jones. I'm like, damn, this dude can't sit and eat. Like, there's always some shit, right? Yeah, I feel like Matt Murdock ain't ever get a chance to fucking eat or take a shit or something. Like, normal shit. Like, he has to go fucking hide in the goddamn basement of a burning fucking church and and be in a goddamn, um, you know, like, you know, what are they? Those, um, they're not, fuck. 
they're not graves, but they're like coffins made out of ceramic or porcelain or whatever. And they're for dead bodies. He's like, yeah, they, remember he had to hide in one of them because the guy was coming after him with his girlfriend. Well, not it's not her, his girlfriend, but you know the girl that he constantly like ceramic. Was it the like the morgue or something? Yeah, no, it was in the basement of the church when it was on fire. He oh, had to be, a sarcophagus yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's what the, it was on the top of. And see what kind of goth am I? I don't fucking know the word. I mean, seriously, Jesus, <laughs> what is wrong with me? I need to quit my day job. It's really burning. A crypt. <laughs> It's more like a. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all you and me both. I was gonna say before I even said, uh, you know, that like before I was trying to explain the grave or whatever, I was gonna be like, you know, that thing that the tales from the crypt skeleton comes out of. Yeah, the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yo, Jesus. But um, but yeah. Well, so I mean, let's be honest. Think... It's it's Tuesday night after working and yeah it's not friday so we shouldn't be as tired but like i don't know about you but i never sleep anymore so i dude i'm so exhausted i am perpetually exhausted i totally need to sleep i'm so sleep deprived right now shouldn't be living the lifestyle that i live i should be going to sleep at like 9 p.m every day yeah i hear you and this week's it's not gonna happen nope I partied all weekend. Coffee. Uh, and Continue. as if I acted like I am not a 30-something-year-old motherfucker that needs to go to goddamn work as I, mean, I wake up at 6 o'clock in the goddamn morning. Always. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and then I'm going to party all weekend because it's my dad. Let's be real. I'm going to party on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, well, Saturday, Sunday. Well, for you, Sunday it's even more intense because you drink at home with your parents. Like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. There's no drinking at my house well it's not like my parents not that i drink that much anyways but even if i did you make me sound like an alcoholic no i'm just saying like it's socially acceptable for you to party with your parents like that and my cousins it's not partying it's just we're having food like your dad is drinking bush rum that's all i gotta say he's not drinking bush rum the man is diabetic (laughs) he better not be he's drinking sugar-free bush rum i mean Yo, there's so much sugar and bush rum as my sugar cane. Um, I think, you know what? Honestly, he probably is. I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna fucking hate he on takes it. His med, he takes remedies. He takes his metformin and then he drinks bush rum. Yo, yo he does. <laughs> of course he does. I know what. I know what's going on. No, he on. doesn't have the pill. No, he doesn't have the pill. He actually, it's it's so bad that he has to like use the needles. So, wait, he doesn't take the medicine. Not. No, he takes the needles. He takes the insulin shots, but thankfully it's the wait. Little, like is the he type one, one or type two? Type one. Oh, he was born with it. Yeah. No, he wasn't born with it. He got it's it's like long story to get into. He he got an a uh, sick at like he got sick at work and it just like exploded into something like that. Let's oh, just weird. say that dude he had he got a rare disease. It's not contagious. He had a rare. Uh, infection like really rare yeah thanks it's not contagious (laughs) it's so rare that like people who have this it's very rare even in like academic studies i looked it up and stuff that um the people who actually got it died like there's no like real survivors either and yet your dad is like bad if my dad is my dad he don't need a leather jacket this motherfucker survived and they say that you but you lose all your sight. You your dad lose, like, only doesn't of... wear a leather jacket because... I mean, he, he drinks probably... bush rum. I'm just he saying, your nothing. dad probably has a leather jacket. 
My dad has numerous leather jackets. Yeah, and he's so. they're probably he probably wears a brown leather jacket. He does. Of course, of course. I know, I know. <laughs> he's not goth like we are. No, he's an uncle. He likes he likes hush puppies and Clarks and yeah, you know, and the, hats and the leather jacket. The brown you know? leather jacket, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad. It's a leather bomber jacket, probably. Yes, it is. And he has so many, it's ridiculous. Oh, I see? can't tell the difference. See? See? That's all I'm saying. He knows his armor. And he got the he black one. He knows got- it's armor. Yeah. He got a black one too, and then he has a, a black one that he wears for like um instead of a blazer, he'll wear that one. He's got a black leather blazer. Blue. Yeah. Of course he does. That's amazing. Blazer jacket. Of course. Amazing. He's he's a guy and he's uncle. Like of, of course. course he has of that. Of course he does. The only thing my dad does not have is a gold tooth. He has everything else, like a typical Guyanese chatch. Nice. Every little mustache, you know. The you know the little doll belly, you know exactly what. I of course, man. Of course, <laughs> I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could see the other chaches. They smoke cigarettes. My dad doesn't smoke. Yeah, he I mean, but cigarettes is one of those things that like is fading, anyways. Mm-hmm. But you always see like the uncles outside smoking. And when they smile in, all you see is the gold teeth. Like it glistens to the next one. Like they just like interlock, like you know, like. And they do the um, suction thing right through their through their gold teeth. I don't, I don't know if they do, but I always thought it was kind of cool. Is that weird? I, I was like, yo, I think I need to get a gold tooth and like. How do you like do a it? A little cap. <laughs> you gotta suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if my uncle, I'm saying if my uncle Ashley hear this, he'll fuck me up. <laughs> he'd be like, he's like, well, you gotta mess with me. First of all, my, first of all, my uncle Ashton is so fucking cool, right? His gold tooth has a cutout, so you see a piece of his tooth. So it's an upside down heart. And I was like, oh, Uncle Ashton, how come your heart is upside down in your gold tooth? He's like, that's not upside down. That's my one true farce love. And I was like, what's that? He said, bati, meaning his, you know, butt, like booty. I was like, oh, my God, why did I ask you anything? It's not a, it's not a heart, right? <laughs> it's not a heart. And then now, all, you, now you see, you know, like an upside down, it looks like a butt. Yo, to this day, my cousins we constantly crack on each other. Like you know, when it hits like something hard, it shaped, also like a, it also like a cookie we it, turn it, upside down. It also looks like a ball sack. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, it looks like a butt. Like it doesn't look like balls, right? Are you sure? But I'm sure they're not pale white balls. That's oh, that's weird. <laughs> Gross. Um, balls are not pretty. Like whatever. I'm not a. <laughs> but he told me that's his first one true his first true love but in front of his Bati. wife in front of my mom exactly i'm like look how you talking to your niece look how really? you're talking to your niece no but for real like do you have family members that say shit like that they're no. so reckless yeah i mean okay so i have family members that say reckless things but it's reckless in relative to my family my family is pretty conservative so relative to that i have you know uh uncles that do that but relative to your family they're probably all like uptight conservative (laughs) freaking yeah yeah there's so many muslims from pakistan of course they're gonna be conservative like if you don't, they should, I you fucking get killed. <laughs> I mean, I think even the most conservative uncle I have is not even half as conservative. You've met other 
old world yeah. Indian Pakistani people. Yeah. We're all conservative. Very, very uptight. Very. I would. I mean, say not all. I would say uptight. I'm not. We're not all that way, but we're mostly you, that way. You aren't. But Me they personally, are very it doesn't count because I was. Uh, I'm ABCD. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're a burger bitch. <laughs> I'm not a burger. My <laughs> burger would imply that when I go to Pakistan or India, I'm in like the the nice secluded rich area. I, that's never the case. I've never even I barely. I thought you. I keep forgetting you're you weren't a rich Paki like a Pakistani like by my. Um, no, my dad is an lineage. orphan. We'll say that he was. I mean, fact, he was a. Don't technically, okay. He, his parents were I dead by the time he was seven. He was a straight up orphan. That's so sad. I know, but you know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It really made me sad. I was just thinking about it. I mean, because my mom says things like that. Like she had relatives that died. It's only earlier. sad in like ret- like if you try to think of it from no, if you try to think of himself at that age. But like he grew up and like he led yeah. a, a good, happy life. So like you can't be sad about the past, right? I know. I think I don't know. I always think of people's like anytime you I empathize to the moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. but, but so yeah, yeah and like my uncle is still in India right like uh-huh. and he still lives on the farm and he still don't got no electricity except for a generator that he turns on probably to charge his cell phone you know because you still got to have a cell phone no matter what yeah I mean yeah like I live my, my family are from um, very very humble beginnings yeah and I mean my mom was well to do when she was growing up and my dad was pretty okay too, but they, my dad lived in a more uh, country village, like really, really country village. And like, they still, like, they didn't have like an inside toilet up until like the late nineties. Okay. You know? Yep. Yeah. Like late nineties, like, you know, late nineties. You have to go out into basic. another room, basically outside of the you house. You have to go outside to outhouse, yeah. but it's not smelly or anything. Cause they knew how to like, take care of it and they you know like i've used it and you know it's no big deal they still have one you know because like people use it if they come over or whatever but um yeah it's not uncommon but there, there are places that still in guyana don't have electricity all the time and they get blackouts and stuff like that yeah a lot of a lot of people have generators a lot of people you know do very well so oh, and yeah, they have a course. lot of solar panels and things but, but um, back then you know they didn't really like, so I totally understand what you're saying. Like your uncle lives like that. And like my dad kind of grew up. Yeah. Like I mean, that. I would say my family is middle-class at this point in mm-hmm. Pakistan, but they're middle-class meaning they don't have armed guards. Like some of our friends that we know when they go home, their fucking houses have armed guards. I don't got no armed the, guards. So why the fuck would you live in New York? No, if not in New shit York. like that. If you ball in like that in Pakistan, why? Well, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're ones that live in Pakistan, right? And we know people that live in Pakistan that I know people that live in Pakistan that you may know as well that that are often, if they're not themselves, their friends, close friends have armed guards, right? And that's because it's not gangsters. Why would you need armed guards? Because Pakistan has mad, like, fievery going on. People try to. But, like, you got to be like fucking loaded to have guards and shit. Uh, I mean, human labor is cheap in Pakistan if you're rich and American standards rich, right? <laughs> or like upper upper class, upper middle class American standards can even afford an armed guard. 
Jesus. Right. If I had money for an armed guard, would I do that here? No. I mean, why? I would just arm myself if I had that kind of. Yeah, you know I, I, I feel. I feel. I feel terrible. I'm like, unless like you were super special and you needed like a bodyguard, like you know, security. That's different, but not. Well, I mean, I mean security and armed guard yeah. is synonymous, right? That's. But I think security, like in yeah. those countries, armed guards are not treated like how security here is treated. I think like they're still treated like servants. No. Well, I mean, they have a machine gun in their hands, so there's only you can't, oh, be, you can't be too crazy, you know. So. Right, right. Got you, got you. But they're but, usually uh, like, it's not like, yeah, they're like, they're like basically the grounds, the grounds uh, keeper type thing, you know. Gotcha. But in general, right? If you know your family lives like ballers abroad, you know, not not even armed guards, just like got a nice house you know, whatever. And it, even though the lights don't come on as often, like, why the fuck would you, like, struggle your ass in, like, the States? I just never understood that. Well, yeah, I mean, because doing nothing is demoralizing. That's why. Yeah, I guess it's opportunity, too. Not only that, but, like, just, I, I don't know if you've done, like, sat around, if you've gone to work and not had any work to do for, like, weeks and weeks on end. Like I, I've never experienced that in my life. I've been working since I was a kid. Yeah, I've experienced that, and let me tell you, <laughs> that's why I quit my job. Um, it is not as glorious as it sounds. It sounds like glorious, but you're in constant because... fear of somebody figuring yeah. out that you're doing nothing, and like oh, you can't change that situation either because they're not giving you stuff. So you're like, okay, I'm not getting work to do. And nobody's questioning me on this. This is like a bad situation that's going to get worse, right? And then on top of that, you're like, it's not easy to do. Like you come to work and you're like, okay, I got to find work for myself to do because like I can't just look at the internet, man. Like I can't do that all day. Like I would kill myself. And so I quit my job and I knew that the, the writing was on the wall because they looked like they were going to come fire me. And, uh, you know, Jeez. then I would have to. Well, I didn't get fired, though, and I make more money now. Oh, I hear you. I, I never really had that kind of problem, because I, I used to have a lot of, like, um like government types of jet like, that type of, like, nonprofit type of stuff. I got on the so bad side like, of my boss, apparently. He must have not um, liked me, and he was kind of a jerk anyways. And so I got I, I didn't go to a meeting for six months. Like Six months? Yeah. No meetings you, at you, all. Yeah. I was like, yo, this, this is not cool. And now I'm in a meeting like every day again. So, And now now I'm thinking like, because like I'm constantly, I'm so busy, right? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, me too now. And but... like, you know, the little time that I might have during the day just to like not look at the screen. I'll like check some memes or whatever. And some days I don't even get that. Like today I didn't at all. I, thinking of just living abroad and like living in the sun near the beach and hanging out and eating fresh coconuts and not doing anything. Yo, that sounds like the life right now. Well, like I get, I, and then I think about it. Like even when that's I'm on not vacation Pakistan. after like a week, you know what I'm saying? I get it. Like I get it. Guyana I is one thing, that. but Pakistan is like, you know, like you're not, I mean, I didn't mean, I didn't mean Pakistan. Like I'm just saying like in general, right. I understand that Pakistan has like a lot of tumultuous stuff. So does the Caribbean. They have a lot of tumultuous No, but like there's like, like a separation well, of men and women bad. right at a cultural level. Yeah. Like 
I didn't, I totally was not thinking all that deep. I was just thinking like, if it is pretty good back there, like, why would you want to come and struggle? Because there's so much struggles in the States, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, we get, That's what I mean. We get the freedom of movement in the States, right? And I think we take and that the, for granted. The, and then the bar- that, that like leveling plane of like people kind of all on the same level or like lumped in together, there's, unless you're super rich, then you're rich. rich. Right. Like, but there's no like, uh, there's no like um, class no structure like built a, into the system meaning like if you're rich like, you don't get like the front of the bus and if you're poor you have to sit in the back of the bus not anymore at least yeah. right like it's not a demoralizing thing and if and e- even the, even though it's a socialite and we still like, have it but not at like nature, in your face yeah it's like a social aspect like an unspoken like kind of group thing but you can fake it so like you can get your groupons and you know your pulsed brunch coupons and whatever and go be ritzy and shit and and like hang with the rich people and like you know buy some nice clothes and pretend you know what i mean or like you know it's not with the rich people but they're probably all other people that just want you're not to even really pretending you're time. just having like the you just the, have a good time the facilities are available to everybody who can afford it right that's what i mean but it's not something like i've done it too like i've done groupons for things that i know that is not in my budget for the rest of the year but i'll do it once a year or something like that and i think it's pretty cool you know, and you you kind of like there's a different crowd, and a lot of the times you'll see a couple people that kind of want was experiencing it with you as well. But then there's some people that you could definitely tell that this is their like normal well, lifestyle. It, this is nothing different. It goes the other way around too. Like you've seen like people that don't belong in at certain like especially when we were younger. Like you go to the goth club and you see somebody that's like obviously not somebody who is from like a normal class they're like really really rich people come in they're like okay like whatever but they're still <laughs> in the goth oh yeah or like punk scene oh yeah or you do have that's always the interesting thing too like you get rich kids that would come in just to see what the normal kids do too and like for them it was exciting because um a lot of the times you encounter them they're really nice and you know, and that's another thing too. You are right. There's not a demoralizing thing for the usual, like especially in New York, everybody's kind of like on the same playing field, like as far as hanging for the out most part, right? Like obviously, like yeah, like if you're black, you're gonna get stopped by the cops, and you know, like there's that type of stuff, right? Compared to white white kids, right? And then then there's like yeah. some spectrum in the middle of being brown, where like at some point or another, where like you get treated differently based on your shade of your skin or what the type of clothes you wear or, or you whatever. get pat down more or you know you get the random search or whatever have you and that's understandable but like but i mean for as far as like that doesn't know, prevent you from say, going to you know uh the, the fancy steakhouse right yeah or whatever or like there's some type of high tea or the shitty dive bar anybody can go anybody can go to the shitty uh, dive bar anybody can go to the fancy steakhouse and the fancy museums. And, and the fancy it doesn't museums. matter what age. Yeah. So everybody can enjoy the art. It's not just for one tier of people. Right. And you can Especially on the like art, music. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that's, I think that's how a lot, how other countries divert, like, you know, differentiate the type of class of people are you by entertainment. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 And food, but more so, like, you're not, oh, you're not like us. You can't enjoy live music oh you're not dressed appropriately but the the people from the lower castes can be the musicians they can be the entertainment but they're not usually the ones being entertained right which is like a very weird scenario 
and very like psychologically that's total psychological slavery right yeah hmm. interesting nice uh um just uh tangent well from the main topic but we always actually, do that yeah we actually did but but weirdly enough just thinking about it it's a lot like kingpin because he came up really poor and he's like super rich and like he's all rich. he's all about he's all about like acting Flaunting and being pressure. wanting to be loved by the super rich right yeah he's like very much a classist but he definitely appreciates someone who works hard i think you know i don't think he 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 took care of like that woman that he really loved and then he finds out that she totally betrayed him and i was like wow wait which rich. woman but i mean I, that his girlfriend his girlfriend she betrayed him i i mean not betrayed him but she was like you know he didn't have her at the end and stuff i kind of felt a little what happened to the, uh, wait what happened with that i feel didn't well oh no she, i'm sorry she didn't betray him he thought that she was like being weird but then they got married didn't they get married yeah they got married oh and like I'm so confused. And they got married, and she like wanted it. She's like, "You can't lie." Remember, she was like, "You can't lie to me." I want if you're gonna if I'm gonna be in your life, I have to know everything. So I didn't mean betrayal. I think I used the wrong word. She's like, okay, she wants to know and whatever, and then she gets like really weird. Like I think that he thought she was nicer than or whatever, and then turns out to be she's as cruel as she is. And I think like in my mind, like she her character kind of betrayed me because I felt like maybe she was nice but then i find out that dude she's like the archetype of rich people well i will say and really that's actually a really good point you bring up i feel like the the season was really good but the one thing that i i remember sticking out in my head was like i thought that her character would felt more like everybody else still felt three-dimensional but they they made her more one-dimensional this season versus the first season where she's kind of yeah you know doesn't really know, but well, n- neither did I care about her. To be honest with you, I felt like she was just oh, she's just another person in this story, and there's a lot going on. Um, well, that's maybe because she was one dimensional. On later, yeah, I mean they could elaborate her on the next season, but I think for this what season, season? It was so it's canceled. Well, who knows if it's gonna be on another channel, or whatever. All I'm saying is that, um, you know, with with king like these are more dynamic characters that they're giving background on right and it's more of like understanding the good and evil and she was just one-dimensional from what you know they gave because you can't give too many stories right people get too confused kind of thing right plus you have a limited number of episodes on netflix yeah yeah it's only so much you can do and i think that she because we already know you know um i forgot her name yeah, the, whatever. The lawyer that works. Oh, with um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Um, I just remember she's from True Blood. Yeah, the True and, Blood um, chick. <laughs> that's how I remember her. Um, I just remember her as Jessica from True Blood. Yeah. No matter what they call her. Um, but she. Paige you know, is her last her name, isn't it? Paige. Yeah. Right, that's her last name because it's um, uh, Murdoch. What's Froggy's last name? Uh, I forget. We're horrible. We're really bad. You know, we're both of us are so bad at names. We're terrible. I am terrible at names. I really Nelson, Nelson, Murdoch, and Paige. Right? Okay, got it. That just came to my head. I believe you. It could be Nelson. His name is Foggy Nelson. That's. It sounds right. I. 
I'm just going to go with it. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, her you know, from the first season, you know, her backstory, you know, her from Punisher, you know, like you get to know them all by different things, you know, Foggy's backstory and like, but Daredevil's like childhood, like now you really understand like this season, they went into like really dynamic people like Kingpin and Daredevil it wasn't just like you understanding like their teenage years or whatever. It's like their whole core, like it all comes together. Like you see a little bit of their childhood, you see a little bit of their grown up, you know, self, but like really understanding like certain pivotal parts that change them in their life. I feel that happened in this episode, in this season and that's how it unfolded that way. And so I don't know how they would, you know, layer his wife well, his girlfriend slash wife into the fold of how they're explaining the stories unless she was tied into it. And they weren't like childhood lovers. So I, I would think it would be hard to kind of start, show her story as well. Yeah. In, in, I mean, her point was stuff. to be the motivation behind yeah. Kingpin's actions. Right. Because like he was always treated like garbage that he started to treat himself like, you know, like something super special and, 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 and like, everything that he wasn't when he was a child, everything that he thought his dad would act like he wasn't worthy of. And then he ended up getting the most worthiest woman that he's ever seen and find. And like, he's thinking she's delicate and loving and this, and, and she is to him. And then she tells him he has to be truthful. And then you really see that she's really ruthless. I mean, she loves him. Yeah. But I think that she loves his power. I, I don't really think, I think she always knew he was, well, I mean, it's kind of obvious that he's evil, like, you know, but, um, I, I, don't I think, think she's she, attracted to his, 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 his evilness. I think she's not good. Yeah. Clearly. I just think she's, yeah, I don't think she, that's what I'm getting at. I don't think she's a good person at all. And I think from the, the get go, she knew that he was evil, like evil recognizes evil, but he has the, he was probably under the impression that she was a good person and loving and, you know, whatever. And then he tells her the truth and then she's like super ruthless. Yeah. You know, more, more ruthless than he is. Like she's at, at which point sometimes she's like, shoot him or why aren't you killing him or whatever the fuck. And, and he's like, I just can't, what's wrong with you? Like, it's not that serious, but I mean, like I'm doing evil, but it's not like that. Jeez, son. She's like, she's like, nah, do it. You know, nah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you fucking waiting for? So, um, but I, there was this one part of, but I thought that was really, really cool. And like, not to get super heavy into this. I feel like all my commentary of Daredevil is super heavy. One thing about the show that really like, I was just like, yo, this is so cool me and my boyfriend we ended up like talking about it together is that i started using um so you know the part where he's like blinded and he thinks that he can't echolocate anymore and it's like hindering him and stuff he ends up finding a neti pot in the bathroom and he uses the neti pot and it clears out his like all this clot blood and all this stuff comes out of his face right because it was all he was so messed up like so beat up that it was just so much internal damage right and he clears it out and right when he clears it out with a neti pot he starts hearing better and seeing better and shit <laughs> okay this actually happened to me <laughs> when i used the <laughs> neti pot i fucking use the neti pot but i use like a different one because i thought i felt like i was gonna drown or something with the other one like it just felt weird um but i had this like walgreens one that you kind of just squeeze in your nose and when i did it oh my god my sinuses all cleared up my nose like def like it wasn't swollen anymore i wasn't feeling sinus pressure i could smell everything like a dog like i was back to normal my ears cleared out 
my eyes, I was seeing normal, no blurry. Whatever was in the pollen this year fucking was killing me. And my boyfriend told like, so my boyfriend is like, oh yeah, you know, you just try a neti pot. Try it. I'm like, I don't know. They're weird and whatever. And he try and he goes with me to the store and it was like really sweet about it. And he tells me this one's really good and whatever. And it comes with like daily solution and stuff. Oh my God. If you guys have never tried a neti pot, it really does do that too. <laughs> you not that that I'm saying that I was all it's fucked like up. Neti like pot, the, like water, I didn't fall. Isn't that like waterboarding yourself? It no, it's not political. It's about cleaning your sinuses. Waterboarding is not political. Um, it's torture. It's tor. It's a political torture. It's a torture, and they use politicians may use and, it, but it's torture straight up. It's political torture because it's always a politician doing some fucked up shit. <laughs> but it's just torture. Oh, all torture is political. I don't know. Neti pots always seem like some sort <laughs> of like soft waterboarding to me. I don't. It's, it's okay. So the ones with the little like the little pot, the little like, mini lorta. It's so fucking weird. Okay, so that one, I feel like I was drowning. I felt like the water was not going to come out. It just weirded me out. So I have this one that is, um, it's it's like already like when you when you uh, fill it up, you close it. It actually you turn it upside down and shake it with a saline solution, and you just squirt it up your nose. And so you're not like tilting your head back or anything like that. So you could tilt your head forward, and then the water while you're squeezing it through one nostril, it comes out. Oh, so it's more like you not neti pop, but like a like a syringe it's basically like a, it's so good it's so good and and it and, cleaned it out and it cleans everything like a whistle it's like all like, that carbon and nastiness that you got in hell's kitchen I've, do you know out. what kind of shit like comes out of your nose like you don't even know even with like i don't have my sinuses but i start feeling like because i've been doing yeti pots as like you know every so often i'll do it in the shower Oh my God! Do you know what comes out of your freaking nose? Because I work in downtown, you know. It's black. In New York City. Blackness comes out. The shit is so gross. It's essentially, you don't it's think... essentially the goth club comes out your nose. It's so black, dude. It's so nasty. And if you're next to someone who smokes, like oh, yeah. if you're partying, oh my God! The next day, if you do a neti pot, it's so disgusting. I use a lot of incense, so sometimes that shows up too, like. You'll see like the black, you know, like the ash kind of thing, but you don't realize. And yes, your body takes care of it. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you have to. All all I'm saying is that try it. And I think like you'll really under like because you don't realize how much dust is in your buildings when you're working and like just walking around the city. People drive a lot. You're inhaling a lot. Like just think about it. I'm down. Sounds and you can do it in the shower. That sounds great. You could, I do it in the shower so I don't make a mess. I just feel like also it's just like you're just... already in all sorts of like liquids and stuff. You don't feel mm-hmm. it drowning, like the reg- exactly like the lota looking neti pot. You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, I like doing it in the shower because you're already like I take hot showers. Like as a woman, you know, we tend to use boiling hot water. No, like, I, t- I use hotter water than milk. Courtney. Oh, great! So this is great for you. So you know how it opens your pores and like. So your sinus passages are more open, your capillaries are more open. So when you're doing it now, like the warm water, you know, and you're already kind of open, your muscles are like already relaxed. It eases the way it 
works. It's so much better. You have to like close your mouth or something so you don't get in your into your throat. I I, I open my mouth because sometimes it might get, come through there, you know, depending on how you're blocked. Um, but again, it's all based on the what type of nutty pie you're using. I'm talking right? about the kind you use, the squirt kind. I use a squirt. I I open my mouth. Okay. And it it'll come right out. It's and you'll see sometimes like I I actually have like when I was younger I always have I have like a, a deviated septum, so I tend to have nosebleeds and stuff. So like you know when the air is dry I'll like have little you know it'll come out like naturally. But when I use a neti pot it actually washed a lot of that out and it actually stopped me from having nosebleeds in general. Interesting. Okay. I'm down yeah. to trying that. Um last year's sinus like i agree with you like i don't normally get like uh allergies but like this last year i felt like i was gonna die and i was like this is what it's like oh my god i hate it but apparently it was like bad for everybody yeah and i don't like taking allergy meds only if i have to have to and it's like dire need because i fucking hate them they really make me feel super drunk in the worst way and it's like all day because i have to use the allegra d's i hate it it makes me feel itchy allegra I, doesn't work I have to use, dry. allegra doesn't work for me i use um the, what's the zyrtec zyrtec allegra is the one that works yeah you feel like all just like my dry like bone dry horrible and they're like oh it's doesn't make you drowsy bitch i feel like i'm disassociating from my fucking body like <laughs> what are you talking about nice you know sounds fun no it's it's not in the fun way it's like oh i have to do this for 24 hours I'm dying. i even it's like dude so awful it was just really bad this last year um yeah, nutty pots, man. So then you could be like daredevil and freaking use your echolocation. Yeah, because your 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 ear passages get open again. Yeah, and then he could hear everything and see everything, and then he went back into daredevil mode and started being the shit. And he lost so much confidence when he couldn't like echolocate anymore. Yeah, he needed like... his echolocation. <laughs> yeah. Is... So how cr- how crazy was it when you found out that who was his mom? Oh, that was I. You know. It makes sense in, Did you in know? twenty in back and oh. it makes sense looking backwards. But yeah, it was a shock. I was like, "What?" But I, I figured like, they. I mean, okay. again, in, in hindsight, you're like, "Okay, so that's why they introduced her to this character all of a sudden. That's why she's playing such a big yeah. role in this in in the season already. And like, why is this nun so important? Like, what's the deal?" Mm-hmm. And then you're like, "But it's interesting because like he's know. now he doesn't. He's not alone, really, right?" He's not anymore. But in a way, he was never alone because she took care of him when she found him. Yeah. But he's not. But could you imagine, like, not knowing that's your mom and she knowing the whole time and she won't tell you? Well, they they killed the priest off, too. So he's no longer going to be important. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, stupid, creepy dude. I just thought it was so weird. Like, why wouldn't you tell him? Creepy dude with really good aim. Like super good aim. Yeah. Ricochet things off things aim. <laughs> what a creep. But yeah. All right. Well, we've been talking for a while and uh 
It's been, it's I, been, I it's, think I got all my points out of Daredevil. Yeah, and on many them. other things. We didn't really speak too much about Daredevil, but like we kind of talked about everything. It's what, but I'll be honest with you, that's what really, when I watch things, that's my, I, I guess like when someone's listening to our podcast, it's like, oh, you're on a tangent. No, it's kind of like what I'm thinking anyway about when I'm watching these shows and stuff. You know, and I think that the more you kind of like listen to us, that you'll understand like where we're coming from. And I, you know, weirdly enough, I thought we kind of do a lot of tangents. You know, I asked a couple of people who listened and they're like, no, it actually is pretty cool. Like you're, I've thought a lot about that while I was watching. Well, we're talking too, about, then, we're talking about things that are like, related. yeah, I mean, look, if you're spending the time to listen to what you and I have to say in the first place, like it's about the fact that we play off each other and we say stupid things sometimes and we, we bring up things that they may other are, you know, our listeners may, they may agree with us or disagree with us. Um, I love every single one of you, but if it's a, it's our banter that people would be really paying attention to. So it doesn't matter what we're talking about. Right. We're just so cool guys. I don't know about that. We're just we're kind of whack, wacky. That's, we're so yeah we're we're super when i say cool i'm like i'm we know we're weird kids we're awkward nerdy kids and i'm sure that you're an awkward nerdy kid that's listening and like you could totally relate being an awkward nerdy kid yeah i'm sure you and we're well-adjusted little awkward nerdy only because we're old or whatever the fuck you are yeah you get to a point you're like whatever you have no I'm choice using a nutty pot. the way the, the world we live in kind of like forces you to have to get your shit together eventually yeah man could you imagine what your like fourteen year old self who listened to Rage Against the Machine would tell yourself now? Fucking sellout. <laughs> Seriously, my little I self. Mean, that's... Would, my little self would not tell me that. They'd be like, "You got a leather jacket. I got leather shoes too, bitch." They're like, "I feel weird wearing a leather jacket. I'm insecure." That's fourteen year old me. I'm like, "Yo, yo, little one, you want to see my closet? Remember those things? Like, you I'm a nerd and I wear big thick." Coke, Coke glasses and nobody likes me. Yeah, I got a swanky ass DSLR and I got really nice accessories and jewelry and clothing and goth boots. Go ahead, try them all. I had none of that stuff when I was fourteen. I was dork. I had I was making my stuff and my grandma helped me make a lot of my clothes. Nice, you were cooler than I was. No, I mean Probably. What Daddy. was I? I don't know. You're probably popular. I used to make a lot. I wouldn't say I'm popular at all. I think I'm just, you know, like chill. People, no, when you were 14. People, when I was 14, did I have friends at 14 that were outside of my? I don't know. I didn't really hang out with people outside of my house, really. Just like my neighbors and my. Yeah, sisters. we weren't allowed to go to people's houses, right? It's true. I. It's not even allowed too. It's just that like. I didn't really click with people I really knew, like in school, like that. That's that you know? I definitely did not. I had a couple friends, like maybe I had two or three. Yeah, but they also were like West Indian too, and like East Indian, so like and like uh, and like other cultures, like Nigerian and stuff. Mm. That our parents were all strict. I didn't have people like that in my in my uh, in my in my oh. community. <laughs> and then and then when I started hanging out with more like. When I got to like high school and like there were more white kids, like white kids have so much freedom. Like their parent, they can go miss, they can like leave their house for like six nights straight. Like, you know, that meme that says I had fun today. I cannot have fun tomorrow. Sorry. Can't go out. 
bro. That's all so. Like us. I had all my like, white friends that I grew up with I had str- much stricter uh-huh. parents for white kids, right? Like I think maybe that's maybe all maybe all so maybe so maybe America. no no. I mean most of the kids probably had the freedom you're talking about, but the ones that I became mm-hmm. friends with, which weren't many, right? So they were probably like. I pro- subconsciously I was like, "Oh, you know what it's like to have strict parents. We should be friends." <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friends, they were like, dude, their family it was some wild shit. Like when I saw how people could just be walk First of all, walking in your house with shoes, you wild. Oh, well, that's that's not, just that's number that's just one. white culture. You don't have house clothes? That's that was like wild to me. Like you don't have different clothes for your house for your for school and that's completely insane to me you know and then like talking to your mom like nothing like like you calling her like jen that's her name like yo jen like you know i want some watermelon i'm like yeah fuck my imagine imagine (laughs) yo i mean i call my mom by her first name now as like but like sometimes like yeah but that's but that's also like you're saying it ironically as a joke yeah Yeah, like i just be like yo you're saying it for like the rise right but like if you came to your mom and you were like yo like I was trying to, yeah, like happy birthday. Like no, actually I do now because it's funny. Like we do it all the time. Like, but I couldn't do Yo, that shit when Zaida. I was like we're older now. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't say that shit when I was sixteen. Yo, Zaida, I need some help. My homework today. Help me out. I'm actually. I think I did say a few times when I was like sixteen to seventeen because my mom was like always trying to ignore me, but. <laughs> I think, like, you know, as you get older, you have, like, a better... You become friends as you get older. I feel like my fr- my friends at that time were friends already with their parents at, like, very young ages. You or know? they were too free. So they were, they were like, well, friends. fuck off, dad. And you're they like, what? Too- Yo, when I saw... When I heard a friend of mine call his mom a bitch, in front of her, in front of all his friends, I was like... Imagine. Them. Like, what? Imagine I First of all, that. I thought that was so disgusting. I said, first of all, it was so disgusting. I thought he was going to get killed. I thought she was going to murder his ass. And she didn't. Like, oh, Johnny, why you do that? (laughs) And then I just lost, I lost all respect for him. I was like, how are you going to just talk to your mom like that? And then I was like, wow. Like, like, then I thought, wow, like, look how considerate I am of my mom, right? My mom must love, my mom should love me more, right? And then my mom got kind of wild on me one time. And I was like, yo, you know, Mike, he called his mom a bitch in front of her face, in front of everybody. And she was like, I don't give a shit what your wife is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you need to calm the hell down. Like, I was trying to, like, tell her, like, yo, you got a good kid, right? I was like, you need to calm down. Like, you know, I'm really nice to you and I help you out and stuff. You know, Mike tells Mike calls his mom a bitch and tell her to make sandwiches for his friends and shit. He's like. She looked at me. She said, like, "I don't give a fuck what your boyfriend's." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got yelled at because my white friends was crazy. I was like, "That's a brown thing. You don't you get yelled at for what the crazy shit your white friends do for their parents." Mm, imagine like, nah, that's trying crazy. to think, man. I would just get my butt kicked. I I just think it's also it's very funny too because my aunts would laugh because they're younger than my mom. Um, and they'd be like, oh no, that's how it is. Cause they grew up more here, you know, like they had a more interactive American experiences growing up, but even them, they're like, no, this generation is just too wild. Like, I remember, are we go- us going to like, you know, our younger cousins, like they have like a party, their friends have parties, especially in like suburbia. Cause we used to be there all the time. 
um, you know, like brown kids, we all kind of hang with your cousins and your aunts and stuff. And in our culture, in, in especially West Indian culture, no matter where you live, even if you're on some of the suburbs, you're going to go visit her. You're going to have a loud party. You're going to invite the neighbors. And they'll be like, oh, wow, these Indian people drink and they party and they're showing like skin like, oh, they're not from India. This is weird. Right. You know, like <laughs> this is very weird because like, you know, there's always the rich East Indian person in the neighborhood, but they're like always mean. I don't not really so drink alcohols. They're just like, I don't, I'm not saying all suburban Indian people are mean. I'm just saying the ones that we've encountered. They're like, y'all need to relax. And then when you're the party house, you know, they get even more salty. Or they actually calm down and then they be like become more of your friend. But in this case, they were salty to my relatives. But anyway, yeah, you end up seeing, you know, they'll, in, they'll, their families will introduce, like, you know, invite you to their parties, even though you're not. Like, cause I'm the cousin of it, but they see you there or whatever. And they're like, no, you guys are really nice. And, you know, no, and also not. at our ages, like I was like, even though I wasn't like, I was just, I just hit 21. So like my, my aunt didn't have to hide us drinking in front of relative, like, like party people, right? Like f- family friends. Right. right. Um, and we look very young too. So it looks like we're 16 year olds drinking and they're like, are you old enough? And you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. We didn't say that, but we're just like, shut the fuck you even know our culture but um i mean so what if we 16 shut the fuck up mind your business you don't know me bitch exactly. you don't know what country right you don't there. know what country i'm from i'm saying what the hell's wrong with you but like you know i'm not like mike i'm not gonna call his mama a bitch you know i'm not gonna say that but um well you might call right yeah you might call like, his mama bitch but you won't call your mama his bitch. mama bitch I wouldn't start like <laughs> they're like yeah when we're like 21 it's like a big deal right so you could like show off that you drink in you get like you know then my aunt they would take us to like their vineyard things like we do all these bougie ass shit you know and like I used to go wine tasting a lot and like so I kind of know a little couple of distinctions and whatever so we you know we got a little culture to us so our little hood nice you know go to the fucking suburbs and be like yeah i tried this iced wine and pinot noir and this cabernet and this grenache mix and whatever the fuck and like you know bring some cheese and shit and then we layer that fucking spicy food on the ass like you want some cheese with some pepper sauce on it (laughs) yo you want some pepper because we eat cheese with pepper sauce i I actually do do that it's it's really good i don't expect you to eat ice cream (laughs) without pepper sauce (laughs) i no i don't put i don't put I, I don't put you don't ice cream but some people in your family must no they don't, I don't believe do that. you no we don't eat spicy ice cream can you spice cream spicy <laughs> yo we should we, we fucking trademark in that spice shit. cream we're making we're gonna make spicy ice cream it's gonna be like you know them like asian flavors like root offsa and yeah. shit and like you're gonna have like mango kulfi and it's gonna be mad no spicy. You, you're, you're gonna, gonna, you're gonna, gonna like have like spice. you're gonna have like mango and pepper sauce cream you know like actually yo mangoes green mangoes and pepper sauce that is legit, well, i'm just saying like, the ice cream version know. of that particular make thing. it i'm just thinking if you made that shit into an ice cream oh yo you see johnny you're on to things this is why we we're friends yeah, i'm just saying we're gonna be rich yeah spice cream <laughs> <laughs> trademark uh, it's gonna be mango chow we're gonna make mango chow flavor it's gonna be mango you know we're gonna use mango and then we're gonna spice it up with pepper sauce right and salt and little 
like cilantro and just like chow, you know? Yeah, man. Like because, what other spice what wow. other things can we make into a shake? Um everything. I mean tonight into an ice cream. Yo, we gotta just put like don't you guys like we could do like masala chai. I'm just saying you can throw too. jalapeno bits in the vanilla, right? Oh, you know what? I've actually had peppers and ice cream. I've had jalapeno flavored something. Yeah. It's pretty good. Or we could put just a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of that stuff you got from the, the really hot stuff. Oh. The hot peppers. The hottest well, hot peppers that come. The ghost one. Is that the one that yeah. come from Guyana? Well, they come from like Trinidad, Guyana and stuff. Like they're pl- in that area. Yeah. So ghost pepper like, ice cream. I mean, like Trinidad, they 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 document in Trinidad. However, it grows in Trinidad, Jamaica, Guyana, you know, Suriname, and stuff like that. But people don't really like; they're not as apt in technology as Trinidad. Right. Is. Okay. You know, like people don't do documentary. Like when you think of the Caribbean, what's more famous, like Trinidad and Jamaica? Like you don't really hear anything from Suriname or, you know, Guyana or anything like right. that. Right. So or Barbados or. You know, they're just not as famous when it comes to technology and, and doing documentaries and stuff. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, peppers is peppers. Yo, I did have jalapeno flavor. It was a margarita jalapeno flavor. Mm, it was pretty good. Sounds like yeah. a sorbet. Sounds Spice. like a sorbet. Yeah, but it's creamy. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah, we can have spice cream. Spice cream. Oh, my God. This is, we're branching out. Nirvana's going to have an ice cream. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna be ice cream. Yeah, we're gonna get a. We're gonna buy a good humor truck used (laughs) and repaint it. Red mango, black and red. We're gonna know. We're gonna know. We legit when Red Mango wants to buy one of our flavors because Red Mango be lit with their fucking frozen yogurt. Yeah, it's gonna be chili red, red chili mango, pretty soon. Oh man, you think that'd be great? Anyway, it was great. We'll talk to you guys next time. Ended food again, but see you later. Everything I trust Turn.